Hello and welcome to Mike Martin Asks Again. This week I have a very, very, very special guest on with me. Um, let me take you back a little bit because you don't know who he is yet because you can't see him. But he was working for somebody else for over 30 years before eventually the best thing that could possibly happen to him did. He got fired, which is cool. Um, and since then, he's helped. And in fact, the number 30 seems to be something quite thinking here because it, since then, he's, he's helped over 30,000 business, 30, businesses, should I say. He's been featured in the Wall Street Journal. He's been online since 1998. So listen to what he's saying. Most people can't stay in business for three, five years online. It, it's it's impossible for some people. And this guy's been doing it from long, well, since I was in school, which is a fucking long time ago. Um, he actually, I respect him so much um, that I asked him to write the foreword for one of my first books. Okay, so so this guy's really, really respectful and uh, really, really knowledgeable. And he's, he's very well respected in the industry. And he's actually known, it doesn't sound very respectful when I say this, but he's known as a back-end specialist, okay? So I'd never leave my missus in the same room as him. No, I'm kidding. He's known as a back-end specialist because he's really, really good with back-ends. When he, when he first told me what, well, when I first found out what he was known for, I kind of pictured a big, massive ass and then a little tiny ass and a before and after. And, and it's like, let Steve do this to your business. So I'll stop going on and I'll reveal Steve Rosenbaum. Tell us who you are, my friend. Well, I have to stop laughing first. <laughs> How are you, my friend? <laughs> not too bad, not too bad. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while, but it's always a pleasure. I always love seeing you. You got more hair than the last time I saw you, I think. Yeah, I've got more greys as well. If you look, you can see the, the little shiny bits are coming through. My yeah, missus well, wants it to go white, but... The, don't, don't talk to me about that. I still think I'm blonde. My 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 daughter tells me that's not the case. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like in the right light. <laughs> hey, well, I got, I got, I got, I got to correct one thing here because I did. You, you said I got something with the number thirty. I said nearly three decades in the in the corporate world. Uh, so a little bit short of, of of thirty years in the corporate world, but you know, uh, certainly in the high twenty years, nearly three decades. Yeah, and uh, and and you got that right. The the what, what I thought was the worst day of my life turned out to be the best. The day I got fired. What did you do in the corporate world? What what was the uh... always been in sales? I've always been in sales and marketing, uh, but I'm a sales guy, and that's and that's what I've done. And you know, um, so since I, I graduated in college in 1986, my first job was in the luggage business as a sales guy. And and back then, ni- 1986, um, I was using a CRM back then, and uh, and 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 I started managing my territory on the computer back then. I even created a little, I created a little automated um, kind of an Excel macro type thing for managing my sales, my sales territory. I, I had a, I had a pretty funny name for it. You know what I called it? I, I called it Salesforce. Unfortunately, I didn't know about registering domains back then or, uh, you know, 1986, but, but I, I actually had a program called Salesforce before Salesforce. Wow. So you yeah. was definitely on the right path. It just, uh, <laughs> someone beat you to the domain. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the only difference between me and them is a few zeros at the end, but other than that, you know, we're, we're, we're very similar. Yes. A few, maybe, maybe a few dozen zeros, I would imagine. <laughs> they, they, they've done pretty well, haven't they now? Um, yes, they are. Um, I, I mean, it's a great tool as well. So, um, but let's not pitch Salesforce. Tell us, how do you sell a bag? 
What? How, how do I sell it? What, you said you was in the luggage sales. Business? I did. I did. My first job, do you know Samsonite? Was Samsonite big over? Yeah, they're, they're a worldwide company. I've got two Samsonite cases. Um, well, I probably sold them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have two Samsonite and I've got some American something as well as the other American two. American Tourister, which, which was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, I was in that business. For uh, for many years, you know, back it was it was different back then, Mike. You know, um, we called on department stores. Many of the larger department stores, you know, the the uh, the retail the retail business has certainly changed since then. But that's that's what I used to do. We used to sell department stores. We used to have big accounts, and yeah, it was, it was but it was different. So, how did you get to where you are now? Then, what 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 were the defining moments that brought you from selling bags to being like a, pretty much an icon and helping thousands and thousands of businesses in, in all over the world. Um, you know, you're very but it is, You know, that's remarkable. It's a great question. And I appreciate that. So um, look, we're, we're in amazing times. You too, you, you know, you're, you, you help thousands of people all over the world too. And, and this is not about us, you know, patting each other on the back. I think what I'd love your audience to know is that we live in fascinating times. Look at you and I, you and I become close friends. We've never met in person. We live, what, 5,000 miles away? I mean, we, we live on the, across the pond from each other, right? Um, you know, but if I were in a room with you, you and I, I, I think we'd run up and give big hugs to each other, like, like we've known each other 20 years and, and, and been best friends. Uh, and that's what a wonderful world we can live in. It also allows you and I to find people all around the world and for those people to find us and to help them and to make money. And to do it 24 7, 365, and, and, and to have more consistency than I ever had when I thought, and look, I got paid a lot in the corporate world. I, I was an executive and I, I had a nice salary. And it kept me, those, those are, you've heard, are golden handcuffs. It, it kept me employed because I thought, I kept dreaming of the day that I'd be able to tell my boss, you know, hey, I'm out of here, <laughs> right? Um, unfortunately, he, he told me before I could tell him was the unfortunate part. Um, but you, you know, I, I always dreamt of that day. And then when it happened, never looked back, but, uh, here, but, but to answer your question, once it did happen, I, I, I figured out what it was that really made me different and unique. And that's how I got that funny name, the backend specialist. And, and yeah, you're right. It's a funny name and it don't Google it. You're, you're not going to like the results. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm going to come up number one and number four, and you're not going to like number two and three. So anyway, <laughs> so anyways, um, but but you know what I meant by that is you know I specialize in the back end of the marketing funnel. I, I specialize in follow up. Today I actually call my company Flawless Follow Up. Uh, it's a little nicer than back end specialist, and it also people understand right away what I do. So, but it's follow up. That's when sales happen. That's what I learned in my three decades in the corporate world. The reason I, I was hired and promoted so quickly with so many companies was because I always got fast sales. And the way I got fast sales was I went where the low-hanging fruit was. Most companies suck at follow-up. So we went back to their customers. And we asked them a very silly question. Hey, do you want to buy some more? And guess what they said, Mike? They said yes. yes. <laughs> they came back and they more. So. Anyways. That's uh, that's that's it, buddy. That's how I got here. 
Yeah, that, that's the, I think that's the key as well with sales. We, we struggled, we struggled for so long to get to six figures a month. We struggle like crazy because we were doing what everyone else was doing or what a lot of people are doing is you're trying to get a big chunk of money up front to cover the cost it's going to take for you to take care of that client and, and, and on an ongoing basis. Not realizing that if you just get a client through the door, somebody who's willing to spend 10, 15, 20, $30 with you or $30 a month is, is, is potentially better. And then actually start building on them look at them and their future and where they're going and think, right, I'm going to bring this person in at step one, but I want this person to be at step seven or eight up here where they're going to be making 100 grand a year and they're going to be giving me 1500 a year for, for all the different tools and training and everything else they're using to get there. And I think that's that's where a lot of businesses fail is they, is they, is they come in and they're like, right, I'm going to get as much as I can out of this client now, next client, next client, next client. And even people doing what we do, who understand autoresponders and email marketing and webinars and everything else, they're in that cash grab business rather than thinking to themselves, stop looking at you and start looking at your customer and think, right, so my customer's got this. What does he need next? What's going to help him? How can we take him from not knowing anything and not being anywhere to the point where he's making enough money then to feel proud of himself? You, you know, Mike, and, and you do it. You practice what you preach. And we call that lifetime value. You maximize lifetime value. It's so much easier to grow your company by maximizing lifetime value and to do that, you've got to get your companies to stick with you for a long time. And the only way they're going to do that is if you do what you just said. You get them to make money. If they don't make money with what you do, they're not going to stick around. But i got to tell you, you and I did a webinar together many years ago. And it was a low cost. And you said, Steve, let's just do this. We're going to let them have it low cost. And and I make like $8 a month on, on, on affiliate revenue. Now, Many affiliates won't touch anything for $8 a month. But I got to tell you, to this day, many years later, I, my, my little phone goes cha-ching several times every single month with a little $8 commission. And, and, and I just, a big smile comes to my, to my face. And I say, thank you, Mike Martin. And Mike, I'm still glad you have that customer. Yeah, well, st- when that happened, I remember the guys taking the piss out of me. We went on the, I was doing this uh, this event and I was talk- speaking at this event and the guys were taking a piss calling at the Walmart webinar. Um, and they, 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 so, so literally everyone's like, how much money are you going to make? And I was like, I'm not bothered. I don't care how much money I make today. And what I did is I went on and I must have sold 35 or 40 and I maybe sold more. And the odd person there maybe did five or 10, but I got 35 or 40 customers who I reckon probably 20 or 25 of them are still with me to this day, doing what we teach, following our path and going through the thing. And I've spent an absolute fortune with me over the years. Um, so it does, it works. Um, and, and, and it is that follow-up system that a lot of people can't see that businesses need. Um, and, and I guess, do you, do you only work with entrepreneurs or do you work with actual real-world businesses? Oh, no, I work with real-world businesses too, for sure. Um, and, and, and we do the same thing. My my best client, well, my I said my, I guess I got to be careful saying my favorite client because I know millions of people are going to be watching this recording and probably my clients going to hear me talk about my favorite client, right? But he is because he's turned to a great friend. He's he uh, he runs a cigar shop called the Babalu Cigar Company. So I know we're not supposed to plug anything, but I'm going to plug my buddy Babalu Cigar Company. If you if you smoke cigars, Babalu.com. Right? So that's, he's my buddy. He's my client. And and the day I met him, by the way. He's the first guy that called me a back-end specialist. You want to hear the story? It's probably a great story for your folks. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, Wait, before you, before you tell us the story, how do you spell Babalu? B-O-B-A-L-U.com. B-O-B-A-L-U. 
Babaloo.com. Get yourself some cigars, guys. Right, go on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, 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 so, and so, okay, so here's the thing. This is actually a great story because it ties into when I first went out on my own, shortly after I got fired, and I went out to be a, um, uh, you know, I was going out on my own, and, and this, is the, this is the first guy that called me a back-end specialist. And this is the story of how that happened. So I was downtown Austin. I live in Austin, Texas. And, and, um, and I, was, I was pounding the pavement. I was trying to find clients. You know, I mean, I'm new and I'm trying to get clients. And I'm, you know, walking to a business and, 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 and I tell them I'm, you, you know, I'm looking for clients. And they say, what do you do? And I say, I'm a marketing consultant. And nobody cares. Everybody knows a bunch of, uh, of marketing consultants and everybody hates them. So at the end of the day, um, I'm tired. Austin, Texas in the summer is very, very hot. It was well over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm sweating my ass off. I smell like shit. And, uh, and, 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 you know, and I'm tired. I don't want to go home. And I look. I'm, I'm going to my car, and I see the highway is just bumper to bumper. Nobody's moving. It's just like, you know, it's traffic jam. Like, you know, why should I go sit in that traffic jam in 100-degree heat? I'll just go read some emails and smoke a cigar. In those days, I was a cigar smoker. So I go in this place, didn't know it. You know, I, 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 I was fairly new in town in Austin, uh, Bob Lou Cigar Company. And I go in there and I, and I pick out a cigar and I, and I boot up my laptop and I, and I light the cigar and I start smoking it. And the owner comes over and just starts talking to me. Nice enough guy. And he says, uh, hey, is this your first time to Bob Lou? I said, yeah, it is. He says, what do you think about our cigars? He says, you know, we make our own cigars. These aren't the same cigars you get everywhere else. We, we hand roll them right here. I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty good cigar. And I'm enjoying it. And he's talking to me. We're having a great conversation. He's smiling at me. We're talking to each other. And he says, hey, so what do you do? And I say, I'm a marketing consultant. And with, the, with that, the guy literally gets pissed at me, okay? And he, and, 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 and he turns his back and walks away from me. I'm like, yo, buddy, what, what, the, what, what, what the fuck just happened? Pardon me. Sorry about that. What, what just happened here? And, and, and I said, you know, we're having a nice conversation. He says, you... He says, you're one of those guys. And he's literally pointing at me like this. I said, what do you mean I'm one of those guys? You marketing, you came in here to sell me, didn't you? You marketing guys, you're scum. He says, all I know is I got a guy and, and he and, and he says he's going to get me number one on SEO, on search engine optimization. And I just paid him 2,500 bucks. And he's telling me how great he is right now because I'm number one for some stupid search engine term that's got the word cigar, but nobody's searching on it. All I know is I haven't sold any more cigars, so I think you guys suck. And, uh, I, you know, I'm stumbling on my words, and I'm thinking, I'm just, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, hold on a second. I'm different. I'm different than that. I said, here's why I'm different. And now this is where I drew from my experience of three decades in the corporate world. I, I did know what, what I did differently, and I said, here's why I'm different. I said, all those guys... They're trying to get you new business. And new business is the hardest to get. It's the most expensive. It takes the longest. you got to pay for it up front. I said, search engine optimization takes a long time to work. I said, that's called the front end. And that's for new business. I said, I can tell you this. Here's what I know. The back end is a whole lot better. Bringing back customers to buy from you again, that's how you can make sales faster and cheaper. I said, let me ask you this, because I'm going to be done with a cigar in about 10 minutes. I'm going to walk out that door. And I said, what are you going to do to get me to come back here and buy another cigar? And there was silence. And he looked at me. I could tell he was thinking about what I said. I said, that's the difference between the front end. I, if 
focus on the back end. I'm a back end specialist. And he looked at me and says, I need a back end specialist. <laughs> and he hired me. And he's been my client for more than 10 years now. Pay, pays me more than 3,500 bucks a month. Do the math. Okay. Um, you, you know, wow. and uh, uh, all I can tell you is this. Uh, he, we've, we've more than tripled his business. I've been saying that I've been saying that for six years. So I know we've much more than tripled his business. All right. And we did it by growing his list. Mike, when, when I met him, he had less than 600 people on his, on his email list. Um, only one third of those 600 people had ever bought more than once. So two thirds of the customers that he knew Fuck. had never come back to buy again. Today, he's got more than 25,000 people on his, on his uh, cigar emailing list. Most of his, of his people's buy more than three times each year, okay? We've raised his average ticket from about $60 per sale to well over $100 per sale. And he called me during COVID when every other cigar shop in the world was shut down. But he wasn't because he could pivot to his list. No other cigar shop in the world had an email list. Maybe, maybe a couple of the big catalogs, right? He yep. was able to send out, because I told him from day one, we got to build your list, build your list, build your list. All of a sudden, the whole world is shut down, and he's got 25,000 cigar smokers that didn't know where they could buy cigars. He pivoted to that, and he, and he, and he called me in April and May of 2020, right in the heart of COVID. Every cigar shop in the world shut down. He's having his most profitable months ever, and he called me and thanked me for saving his business. It's amazing, and you, and you touched on something there, right? Because at first I was going to ask you how, uh, but you, you went into explaining your thinking, and I could imagine him now recontacting him every single week or once a month. Here's a special offer, here's a discount. Every day, like every day. Every day, <laughs> there you go, right? And and you, you touched on something else, right? And, and, and I did a webinar last night to my audience, and it didn't go down amazing, right? But I'm going to keep on at them because you just touched on it, and every single successful entrepreneur that I speak to, other than people in the SEO and lead generation world, right? Because they make money from 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 ranking websites, and they make money from selling leads, and they make money for passing on other businesses' information, but they have zero follow up, right? And so, and 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 you just touched on it. Then the most profitable part of nearly every single successful entrepreneur that I speak to, bar none, is their email list. Every single one of them. In fact. I'm, I'm going to try and do another webinar on it next week. Um, and and I'm, I'm speaking to a couple of people and I've canceled the one I had saying, I need to get my guys to understand that you need to build a fucking email list and you need to start following up your clients on an, on back and forth, back and forth basis, because it is where the free, where the free money is. It, it's like, I can send an email out now to between 25 and 50,000 people. And straight away, even if I'm selling something that's, that's like 50 quid, I can make 50 grand off that for making a thousand sales. It's, 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 it, and when you realize the numbers like that, people are like, oh shit, yeah, I didn't realize it was, because most companies are like, okay, I need 50 grand because I've got to pay my mortgage or, or I've got to pay my staff's wages. Or I've got to do this. Where are we going to get it from? And they're like, oh, look at each other. And it's like, get a bank loan. <laughs> Whereas I'd turn around and say, let's send a few emails. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's like, right, fixed. <laughs> What's the next problem? So yes, it completely works, but it works in every single business, doesn't it? It does. It does. Uh, you know, I used to joke. I used to joke and, and, and people would ask me that question. You asked it to me too. Does this work for everybody? And I used to joke and say, you know, the only person I know that is that maybe isn't interested in repeat sales, maybe a funeral home. Okay. And then I met a guy in the funeral <laughs> home business. He said, 
Oh, no, no, that's not true. We do a lot of marketing and repeat business is important to us because people have families and they've got friends yeah. and referrals. So I think it works for everybody, Mike. I haven't found somebody it doesn't work for. Well, everybody nowadays as well, right? Like, like say, say 25, 30 years ago, right? When I was a kid, if, if I had to turn around and said to my nana, are you going to pay for your funeral before you die? She'd just slap me across the face and say, get out, you cheeky little shit, right? <laughs> Whereas nowadays, people are so courteous and so bothered about other people's feelings that people pay for their own funerals. So as soon as somebody dies, if you get all the contact information of, of everybody in that family and you send them all a thing and say, thank you for using our service. If you want to prepay for your funeral, here's a 20% discount coupon, but you have to use it within the next, you have to set up the plan within the next three weeks. Boom. It's true, Mike. I mean, I've met people in the funeral home business. They do a lot of marketing. It's true. Yeah. It, I mean, it's the best business in the world. Everyone's going to die eventually, aren't they? It's, it's, it's like nappies, nappies and, and coffins. Everyone needs, poop and needs one. Die. Yeah. At some point in life, so r- r- right now in in your so so, so let me if, if if I was to if you what do you do on a daily basis when you wake up now so so what's your average day look like in 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 business? Well, you know I'm at that stage of my life um, where I mean th- this is fun for me. I, I love this. This is what I'm passionate about, and 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 I work too much, but it it's because I choose to work too much. You, you know, and this is and I don't sleep well. You and I know you know that because you're. You're six hours ahead of me, and, and and I'm often pinging you first thing when you're getting to the office first thing in the morning, you know. So uh, I, I don't I don't sleep well, so I'm up in the middle of the night, and 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 I and I wake up like, you know, somebody like you will come to mind. Hey, I could reach out and talk to Mike right now, you know, or somebody, you, you know, in Australia, or somebody, you know, I've got a worldwide audience. So the bottom line is, my day looks like. I get up and I got thoughts in my mind. And, and by the way, I, I get up when the first things I do is I write an email, my email for the day. You know, it's one of the things I do first thing in the morning. Um, but that's it. But I'm building, I'm also building my new company called Flawless Follow-Up. And, uh, um, you, you know, that, so those are the things that I work on every day. So I, I could I could ask you who else has had success with, with, with back-end follow-up, but I, absolutely every single business who implements follow-up into their marketing strategy because everybody i think most people feel like you have to spend money on marketing right and and don't get me wrong you still have to spend money on follow-up but it's it's kind of like and that's why email marketing is so powerful as well is because you you, in comparison me me and dave Cassa did something um over the christmas break we were off for two weeks right and we both said right this year we want to introduce some new stuff to our audience that's going to make them shitloads more money but that they're not already doing because most of our audience are, are, are SEO, they're, they're, they're lead generation. So they're selling leads, they're, they're ranking websites, they're using PPC to generate, right? But it kind of stops there. So they're on a constant grind of right, next, 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 next. And I did it with the locksmithing because the locksmith never gets repeat business. I was constantly marketing the shit out of my business. And every month, even if I did 100 grand, the following month, I'm back to zero. Whereas now... We do hundred grand, and we know it rolls, and it rolls, and it rolls, um, and and we both looked at our businesses, and what we found was both of us, and we both we both do over seven figures a year, and we both run completely different businesses, although we're we're, we're similar because we have a, a partnership in a lot of different smaller ventures we run together. Was our email was our email marketing and our email list? So I think I probably spend about twelve grand a year on on on. Um, email marketing softwares and things like that. I think Dave's probably spend similar amount, but we both generate hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands every single year, if not 
multiple millions sometimes just off our emails and just off our, and that is kind of a follow-up even though it's not as organized as what you'd do um on a situation um but, but i can't i can't disagree with you i feel like it's like probably the most so if, if you was to right let's say you, you wanted to work with obviously you're going to digital markets you're going to get website companies you get things like that but let's say you wanted to work with actual real world businesses so let's say mr mr joel blogs came to you he's running a plastering company um and he wants to cover within a 20 mile radius of where he is he's got his website up ranking and he's constantly relying on new business what type of what type of things would you implement so that he could no no i love that question so you know my 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 flawless follow-up system is built around what i call seven core funnels and every business it doesn't matter um, so you, you, I'm, I'm glad you gave me an example of that. Cause I don't even know if I've ever worked with a plastering company, but, but I could have a conversation with him right now and be able to tell him, look, you've got people you meet today and you need to follow up with them a certain way, by the way, the, and the stats are out there about follow-up. Okay. First of all, your chances of, of, of landing a prospect, uh, go up by 50%. If you follow up within how much time, how much time do you think for your first follow-up message, Mike? I would say within 24 hours. One minute, one minute. Okay. Oh, so you're not on about a customer where you've already been out and done a job. You're on about an actual well, about, let's say, let's, somebody, let's, let's say somebody sees you on SEO. Let's say somebody okay. sees you on SEO. Okay. And by the way, I hope I didn't piss off your whole audience because I said what I said about SEO. I love SEO, but they compliment what I do. I just happen to focus on the back end. But anyways, Let's say somebody sees an ad, uh, SEO, you guys have done your job with search engine uh, optimization, or, or they saw a, a Google ad from somebody that, uh, that Dave helped with, right? All right, and they get there, and they get to the website, and they've got an inquiry. Well, why do they have an inquiry? They have an inquiry. Why did they find you? They find you because they have a need. Nobody is searching the web for a plastering company unless they have a need. Are they building a house? Do they have flood damage? Are they doing a renovation? They've got a need right now. They're in front of the computer. They found you. If you're if they found you through SEO, why? Because they're actively searching right now. Okay. So if you follow up within one minute, you know they're right there. You know they're still glued to the keyboard. Now, how do you do that? You have to automate it. You have to automate it. All right. So you do that with an automation. It could be email or it could be text or it could be these days. It could, look, it could be any channel. All right. And these days we can automate any channel. Some people, they could reach out to us, you know, where you're going to, you're going to, you, you've got a TikTok audience. We, we could automate replies on TikTok and Instagram and things like that. And we could respond in the channel. Hey, you like this video? Well, great. Here's something else for you. Right. So the bottom line is even, even if the response is, Hey, we got your message. Okay, we're tied up right now, or hey, we're sleeping because it's 2.30 a.m., but I did get your message. Tell me exactly what you need, and I'll get back to you with more information within the next 24 hours. Even if that's your first response, it increases your chances of closing them by 50%. Why? Because you acknowledged right away that you received their message, you've put them at ease, and you've bonded and built you know, trust and rapport with them. And best of all, guess what else you've done? What what else have you done, Mike? Close the loop. Yeah, which which does what else? It keeps them from searching for anybody else. I mean, we do something actually that that works brilliantly for that. And what we do is we take a deposit, a very very small deposit, 
right? I love Off that. a client to close it to, to close the appointment. Your appointment's going to cost you this, right? And we know the second, even if it's only twenty quid or twenty dollars, if it's in the states, right? Give us twenty quid or give us twenty dollars to close your appointment. That'll come off the end bill, um, and that guarantees that we can send someone out and get it sorted out or whatever. It, which depending on what we're working on, and that instantly closes that loop and they stop searching. That's brilliant. Not, not only do they stop searching, they complete the deal. That's that's brilliant. If you get somebody to go in their wallet, in their trousers, pull out their wallet, pardon me, pull out their credit card, then 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 a buyer is ten times more valuable than a prospect. That's brilliant. Even if, if it's only twenty quid. So twenty quid is twenty dollars. Same thing. They're I don't know about yeah. Okay. <laughs> a quid, yeah, quid's a pound. Quid's a pound. So twenty quid. Twenty quid's like twenty dollars. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it. worth about the same now. I think. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty close. All right. Yeah, you got it, Mike. So, you know, think about that with a locksmith. You you work with locksmiths. The only person in the world looking for a locksmith is somebody's got an emergency, right? So if if you respond right away, you 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 certainly have put that person's mind at ease, haven't you? Well, with a locksmith, right? If you don't answer the call and then you don't ring them back within about 10, usually even if you ring back within 10 seconds, they've already gone, right, he's not answered, put it down, click on, on the next one on Google, and you've lost them. That's right. It's, 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 it's ridiculous how how, um, how quick you have to be in locksmith. And getting repeat business is almost impossible. The, the, the best way we managed to do to get repeat business was, was actually getting an affiliate deal. Um, and we got an affiliate deal with um, a home insurance company. So what we started to do is we started using a, an electronic um, invoicing company that connected to an autoresponder. So what we used to do, and I didn't even know what an autoresponder was then. I just knew I could get this thing set up and it go to an email and it'd send it straight to, to, to this, this company that we've just done business with this with this uh, person and they'd be interested in insurance. And if they closed it, we'd, we'd, um, we'd get it. Uh, so what we did is we started doing digital invoicing because we used to write everything down and give them a piece, give a thing, and they come back, there'd be a big pile. Um, and I spoke to a guy way before I knew anything about marketing, and he said to me, right, the best trick you can do to, 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 to get new customers as a manual trades business, he says, if you start implementing digital invoices that will integrate with an autoresponder, um, and obviously you can use Zapier and, and any autoresponder you want these days, um, but it integrates with an autoresponder, you can then automatically get their information and then fire them an email back straight away saying, you've just had your locks done. This has cost you whatever it's cost. It, it could have been, um, you, you, this would have been covered on your house insurance if you'd have gone for insurance through this company here. And because you've dealt with us, you'll get 10% discount go here now. Um, and you get your all risks covered. And we did loads of crazy little things like that that started generating additional. But at the time, I didn't even know what that was. It was just pure luck that my mate said to me, set up digital invoicing, and that gives you the opportunity straight away to collect all of their contact information and then use it. And I was like, holy shit. Even you knew to build your list. There you go. The importance of building your list. Yep. Yeah. We, I mean, we've got uh, over a quarter of a million business in details in the States now, just through, uh, but it isn't their emails, just through the uh, auto prospecting thing that we use. And we've been testing and trialing um, flyer drops and things like that. Um, and we're getting good response because it costs next to nothing. For a few hundred dollars, you can do like a thousand flyer drops. It's hmm. ridiculous because you can't send a, a a a first or second class letter for anywhere near that. Mm-hmm. But you can send out tons and tons of flyers because they literally send someone who's getting paid pennies down the street to post them for you, which is which is awesome. So we're testing that as well at the minute, and we're, we're testing that on software. Um, wow! Trying to actually sell oh, our software via flyers. Keep me posted yeah. on that. I we, want to hear more about that. 
we try all sorts of crazy stuff us. I mean, me and you might be able to do something soon because I know you're 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 the back end specialist. Um and I, I love it. I think the big bum and the little bum, it's like straight away it's like do you want Steve to do this to your business? You know, like, so, so the big ass, the big fat ass with the dimples is before, right? And this is what popped into my head as soon as I heard it. A big, big ass with dimples and then a little skinny tight ass that's been doing, going to gym. Arrow before, after, and then do you want Steve to do this to your business type of thing? And, well, you and, should and, see and, one, and of my is... we, one of my webinars, I call it Show Me Your Back End. And um, <laughs> show, show Me Your Back End. And you're too young, and I don't even know if you know this, but in, in, in the states here, we used to have when I was a kid. We uh, there's there's a there's a suntan oil called Copper Tone. I don't, you, they're still around. They're still pretty big, but their 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 advertisement was it was cartoonish, and it was it was a child on a beach and a little dog, kind of pulling down the back of this little girl's bathing suit. And you could see all the tan lines and stuff like like she like she was sunburned, you know. And it, it was cute in those days. Today, people probably have a cow over it, but you know. Um, and but so my webinar slide has that picture, and and it's got my face superimposed on that on that child's uh, 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 body with with the with, with my bum hanging out the back, saying, "Show me your back end." So okay. And what's the webinar about? Is it flawless follow up webinar? Yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, look, my stuff, I, Mike, I'm the most consistent guy, which is boring as hell, right? I mean, when I say consistent, what that translates into boring, because I'm, I'm saying the same thing that people have been hearing me say online for, you know, since I went out and did this full time, it's been about 12 years now. And uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't chase bright, shiny objects. I, I'm the, I'm, I still talk about follow up because that's, that's who I am and that's what I do and that's what works. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, I've got a saying that says technology changes nothing but improves everything because at the core of it is flawless follow-up, fix your back end, follow-up, maximize revenue per customer, lifetime value of each and every customer. That never changes. But technology comes along that lets us do it better, faster, and cheaper. Just like you're saying, hey, we're playing with all these cool new technology things. I love that. But I always know I can look at new technology instantly and know what to do with it because my process never changes. I just figure out how to take that technology and plug it into my process. I actually say that in my book, right? Because what, what I find a lot of entrepreneurs do is they fail because um, what they do is they're always chasing the next shiny object and they jump onto a webinar and they look at it and it's like, oh my God, I'm going to do this. Yes, because it's going to be... And what, what I think I say in the book is what you need to do is, is you need to go on there and you need to look at it and say, right, First thing you need to do before you do anything else is, is look out. I'm in an A-level opportunity that can make me 100 million in a year if I scale this business. If it can't, get out of it and go and do something else. Figure out when you're in an industry that can do that and then follow through. And when you go onto these webinars, look at it and say, how can I implement this into what I'm doing over here that's going to make me 100 million a year? Not carry on chasing this different little bit of money, a little bit of money, a little bit of money. Here. And if you can't implement it into what you're already doing, then don't touch it until you've finished doing what you're doing or until you've completely fully automated what you're doing and everyone else is running it for you. And I, I feel like a lot of a lot of people fail because they do exactly what you just said. They jump from one shiny object to another shiny object to another shiny object and it never gets them anywhere because they're constantly looking. It's, it's, like, it's like a teenager when he first realizes 
I can pull women. <laughs> and he's like, shit, there's one. Shit, there's one. Shit, there's one. And, and he never gets any of them, right? <laughs> because he's constantly running around trying to get them all. Um, and I think it's just the exact same thing with, 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 with softwares and people who want to be successful and want to achieve. He's, he's the constantly running in crazy directions rather than saying, right, I do this. I'm going to follow this. I'm going to focus on this. But like you said before, the, the back end is very important. And, and, and in the next three or four months, I'm going to focus a lot of time on trying to get my community and my guys to, to, to embrace email marketing. Because I know as an SEO, the amount of contact, the amount of traffic, the amount of leads that they can generate is, is ridiculous. Well, let, let's um, talk. Let's talk. I could help you with that. And there's definitely some mutual opportunity and we can get a lot. We can make a lot of people very successful. So, right. I mean, I've been on webinars with you. We both make money on webinars. Uh, we both do email marketing. We've both done launches. Uh, we've both done lead generation. Um, why over everything else is it follow up? Why does it win? You, you know, uh, why? Because n nothing changes, Mike. Just like I said before about technology. Uh, look, I there, there, I haven't invented anything. I've, I've created a system and a process that works. But I could tell you a story um, about Richard Sears. Richard Sears started the Sears Robot Company, which was the, the largest retailer in the world for many, many years. Today, of course, they're bankrupt because they didn't evolve, Okay. But when Richard Sears started the company in the late 1800s, he did the exact same thing. He leveraged technology. He found a hungry audience. And then he figured out, how do I reach that hungry audience with a message and get the, you know get in front of them over and over and over and over again? That's what he did in the 1800s. It was at repetition. It was seeing something over and over and over that got people to buy. It was different in those days. You know what the new technology was that, that allowed people to, to reach people in remote areas faster than anything else in the late 1800s? Was it a pigeon? Close. <laughs> it was a steam Go on. locomotive. A steam locomotive. A oh, steam yeah, when they brought, put all the train tracks in, didn't they? they all put all the, the train tracks in, a steam locomotive. And here was the issue. Here was the issue, okay? Richard Sears, who started Sears Roebuck, he had an opportunity. He he came across a bunch, an opportunity to buy a bunch of watches, timepieces, okay, uh, in, in the late 1800s. And what he, he thought was, you know what? People that live in rural areas outside the city, they would probably love these watches, but they, they never probably see watches like this because they live in rural areas, okay? But every once in a while, they are coming to the city, and they're coming to the city by the steam locomotive. Or they're taking the train from the rural areas into the city. So guess what? Guess what Richard Sears did in the late 1800s that you and I know today is one of the best things to do if you want to sell a product. There's a, there's a name for a person that we would work, that we would look for, and it starts with an I. An influencer. Okay. We would find an influencer. Influencer marketing today is everybody knows about influencer marketing today, right? Well, yeah, you get some to speak about your product and yeah, he did the same thing back then. You know who his influencer was back then? The train conductor. What? The train conductor. 
because all the people were on the train. They had an audience, and the train conductor walked up and down the aisle, and guess what he did? He said, ticket, please. So guess what he did? Richard Sears put a watch on that guy's hand. <laughs> and, and, the, and, and all these people from, the, from, from living out in the rural area would say, that's a pretty nice watch. Where do you get that? And Richard Sears said, or the, the train conductor said, here, you can buy it from this piece of paper, which today we call a catalog. That became the Sears catalog was a piece of paper in his in his breast pocket that had an, uh, an advertisement for a, uh, uh, a watch. So you ask me, why do I do follow-up? Because I didn't invent it. It's worked since the 1800s. It probably worked since caveman time. Okay? So I didn't need to invent anything. It just works. He, he pretty much invented that whole business model and didn't he right off the back of... Because oh, I was thinking, oh, maybe, look, I could, maybe we could talk. We could take. We could talk about somebody named Yog who lived in a cave in caveman times, and he probably invented it. I mean, it, the bottom line is people don't change. You know, it's so people are people. People love to buy. People love to buy. They hate to be sold. They love to buy. So if you See? give the view, if you put them in a process and you educate them, and you entertain them, and you expose them to things, and you engage with them, it's a lot of ease, a lot of ease, okay? If you do all those things, they're going to say, man, that's a cool watch. Where do you get that watch? Yeah. Do you know, when you first said it, I was going to say, did he put shops on the train? And then, and then, and I thought that would have been a great idea, but then the cost of doing that would have been ridiculous in comparison to giving the conductor a piece of paper and saying, phone that number. Or did they have phones then? In, 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 right, Influ- no phones, <laughs> carrier pigeons. <laughs> you had to mail it in. You, you had, they had to take money, put it in an envelope and put it in the mail. And who knows, what, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks later, they'd get their watch. <laughs> you know how much easier we have it today? That just wow, shows you so- what I say. Technology changes nothing but improves everything. We do, th- we do the same thing, but we do it better, faster, and cheaper today than Richard Sears did in the 1800s. Yeah, we do it on Amazon now, don't we? All of us. It's there in our oh, phone. Yeah. Or, click, or click, we deliver ding, things. Ding. Or we sell or we sell bits and bytes, air, for hundreds or even thousands of dollars that, that don't have almost no cost to us at all, but people might pay us hundreds or thousands of dollars, and they could, they could push a button called download and have the information. Sure, there's Amazon, Definitely. and there's also digital marketing too, isn't there? Yeah, that was why I went into software actually, because I remember um, when I when I was because when I first quit my job, because I I did a corporate job like you, um, and I literally I stood up one day and I was account exec and I, I was a sales guy and similar situation, but I was talking to the directors. Uh, I was on the same floor as the directors, but I was an account exec, and all the directors were old and fat and and, and, and unhealthy and, hey, and they didn't like hey, their lives and. Hey. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've got there now. I'm also there now. But when I was talking to him, they didn't like the lives. And 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 I sat there one day, and I was looking around the office, and I was looking at these guys, and I was thinking, "That's me in 25, 30 years." And I just thought, "Now, nah, fuck this." So I closed my laptop, and these laptops were big. Closed my laptop, took me, um, I think it was me, me car keys or my company phone, something on the desk. Uh, took me top fob off, and and I was supposed to give notice and everything. Uh, because I was I was running about a 1.2 million pound account, and I was just like, 
I'm out of here. And I just walked out and never went back. And I was like, I'm done. And 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 I started going to the, the, the auction houses and I started buying flat pack and building it. And then I started dropping it off, off at secondhand. So I used to go into secondhand shops, drive in with my big van that I bought. And then I'd say, have you got any space in your shop? I want this much. Let's put them in now. I'll come back next week, collect what you owe me. And then any spaces you've got in your shop, I'll fill up. And by the end, I had about five different secondhand shops full, but it was hard work. So I did loads of crazy businesses buying and selling. And I wanted something that didn't have... Um, that didn't need storage, didn't need manual labor, didn't need work. And that was why I got into software because I thought if I build it once, I can sell it a million times with no storage. With no, so, so that was the whole point of getting into software. It's like, and I like training. I like to do training because training is the same sort of thing. You're training your software. It's 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 money for, 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 for nothing. Leads, selling leads. You're literally selling nothing. You're selling fresh air. This guy, like like an insurance broker, this this guy wants to get in touch with this guy and you just sat in the middle and say, you contact me and I'll pass your information and you can give me 50 quid for doing it. And it just, it's brilliant. I it love is. business. What what a world we live in. We're so fortunate. We certainly are, aren't we? We're kind of, we've got everything and we take it for granted and, and yeah. there's more bitching and moaning nowadays than I ever remember growing up and I think to myself, he's just, just a bunch of pussies now. <laughs> stop it <laughs> realize what you've got it's amazing it's awesome so i won't keep you on too long i said i'd, I'd keep you on about an hour um i'm not gonna but what i would like to do is just let people know obviously nearly every single person that i am in contact with on a day-to-day basis has a business um 99 of them don't even have an email list and i'm, tr- I'm going to try and change that over the next um few months but what, what they have nearly all got is businesses and they don't have a follow-up system, okay? So so, so even if they're watching this and they think to themselves, I don't need this, it's definitely worth having a conversation with Steve about it because I guarantee you do. The cigar shop probably would have never got as big as he is if he'd never met Steve or if he'd never insulted Steve. And I think it's the same situation with, with, with any business. If you can figure out how to follow up your customers with special offers, see, he's going to sell us a dog next. He's, he's, he's on the ball. No, if... If people want to get in touch with you, if people want to do, even if they just want to contact you to find out, could it work? Will it work for their business? Um, where do they go? How do they contact you? The, you know, the best place, I've got many websites, but, you, you know, flawlessfollowup.com is, is, is where you should be. And if you go to flawlessfollowup.com, we've got a chat widget there. Just pop, just put your name in the chat widget. Say hello. Say that Mike sent you and uh, tell us what you're doing and, and 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 how you want to help up help out and guess what you'll get a response within the first thirty seconds and then we'll uh, we'll take it from there. So that's F L A W W L E O E. Flawlessfollowup.com. That was Lewis came over to say hello. I'm just getting this because what I will do is rather than people trying to spell it because I'm not very. I know I've written five books now. But when it comes to okay, I've got your website up there. When 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 um when this when this gets put onto the YouTube channel, I'll stick that link underneath the bottom of the video so that anybody who wants to Beautiful. get in touch and wants to figure out if follow up's going to work for them, um, just, just, they can contact you direct. Just just ping us on the chat widget. There's a chat widget right there. Just ping us. That gets the ball rolling. One of the fastest so, ways to build a list, Mike. Right there. You for you you tell tell your folks right there. Well, let's have a conversation. I could show them some amazingly fast and brilliant ways to get this this ball rolling. Yeah, a lot of people don't like like. I mean, we've got we've got 
campaigns running that cost us four and five dollars per person that gets onto our list and we're giving him stuff we're actually literally set up ad campaigns that's like right this is a checklist that's going to help you go from here to here or do this and get to this point where you need to be and we know that nobody who's not interested in what we sell will ever need that checklist so we know full well that i'll spend a fiver to give them a checklist and then i'll send them five emails over the next six weeks so i don't even email them a lot but over that six weeks period, we'll indoctrinate them into what we do and, and, and send them additional things. And then in, in some cases, they end up spending a grand, two grand, three grand with us. And in some cases, they say, stop fucking emailing me. Sure. <laughs> but That's right. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the way it works. I'm really glad you say that. So many people get hung up on that. And businesses especially. I'll run into a business. I don't want to email people too much because they might get upset with me. Well, are they buying from you now? No. Then what are you worried about upsetting them? What, what you're doing is you're missing opportunities for people that will buy. I will tell you this. I told you the cigar guy sends out an email every single day. And I promise you this. People unsubscribe from his email every single day. But he sells a lot of cigars every single day. So he'll trade the people that say, I don't want to hear about your cigars anymore. Because if they don't want to hear about them, they're not going to buy them. Okay? For people to say, yeah. So at the end of the day... You know, he's making several hundred bucks. He's making a couple thousand bucks, whatever, because he pushed the button and hit send. And businesses are afraid to, they're afraid to send an email because they might have said somebody that was never going to buy from them. It just doesn't make any sense. No, I mean, I, an email list is, 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 is it's a marketing product. It's designed to market your business. The whole point of building it, then you can't keep everybody happy on an email list because uh, they're not your friends. They are people who you want to help in business but you want to help them move forward doing the the type of business that you teach the type of business that you provide or sell them the products that they're going to use for their business or to keep them happy what is it health wealth and relationships so maybe they want cigars because they just want to look cool and feel um i mean nobody does it anymore do they i mean last time i went out and seen someone smoking a cigar was probably I don't. I can't even remember. I don't think it's since I've been back in England. I've seen it a lot in Spain. It's funny you said that. I, I said to him, I said, you know, we should probably just get in the pot business because you know, you know, uh, you know, you can't smoke cigars anywhere today. Today is so much easier to 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 do stuff with pot than it is with with tobacco. Um, yeah, I mean, he's got a he's got the hardest business in the world. He can't he can't do paid advertising. He can't advertise on Google. He can't advertise on Facebook. He's literally got a target on his back. You, you know, the government regulates him so much. He's been in business 25 years. He's not going to change. He's not, you know, I mean, just celebrate. In fact, his anniversary is next week. Um, but the, the bottom line is, you know, he's, he's not, he's not going to change. He's, he's in the cigar business, but it's a tough business. But email marketing is one of the few things he can do because of all the regulations yeah. and everything else. So he needs to make sure if he gets a buyer, he better keep that buyer. He better sell them over and over and over again. And sure enough, that's what saved his business. Yeah, I've got tons of, of, of apps on my phone. So I, I try to, even though my weight's up and down, I really struggle with weight, mate. It's like, it drives me insane. But I've got that many apps for different types of health foods and health products and things that I, I like to buy. And I've noticed in the last few years since getting back to the UK, the they never leave me alone anymore. And I'm like, everybody's now got onto this thing. Like back in the day, 
you used to go down to your front door and most mornings there'd be a stack of flyers behind your front door that had been posted into your house from every chippy pizza shop and everything else. And then the internet came along and that all stopped. And now it's emails. Uh, but I don't see emails going away, do you? I mean, they've tried with text. They've tried with, with free uh, WhatsApp messaging and, and nothing seems to touch it. Well, you, you know, here, here's the thing. Uh, and it's called omnipresence. And, and, and it means what it sounds like, being everywhere, Okay. People consume yep. their messaging and their information today in different ways. But email is still king. There's, there's many studies out there. I think one by the Harvard Business Review. I think many other, um, you, you know, um, uh, institutions, uh, you know, really solid studies out there that show email is still a king when it comes to selling things. It doesn't have the open rate that text messaging does. It doesn't have the response rate. But you sell more with emails than with anything else. Yes, I agree. I, I, there's nothing, I, I, I didn't even realize how profitable email was because um, I don't do a lot of active list building. We do some, uh, but when me and Dave went through our businesses during the Christmas break and we looked and it was like, holy shit, man. So I spend that on email a year and I'll spend more than that on a small ad campaign in a month, and 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 it runs my email campaign for a full year, and and then and then all of a sudden it's like, I really need to start pushing this email marketing a little bit more, and I need to start focusing a lot more on ways of of building lists. And I, I'm doing well, and I'm successful, and I make money with, with with email, and I'm still not doing anywhere near what I should be doing because it is, it, it I mean, it's still one of the big. The gold mines of, of, I mean, they've got legislation in that in, in, at the minute, but if people opt in, then you're not breaking any rules, are you? No, if you get their permission, you know, there's certain things. And, and look, I will tell you, I'm not, I am not a, a legal expert, especially because, you know, there are different places that have different laws. There's different laws in, in Europe and, and there's the U.S. and Canada. And even here in the U.S., I think states like uh, California have some of their own, you know, so... Um, you know, it's it's everybody's responsibility to know what they they can and can't do. But if you get people's permission, you know, the bottom line is this: be truthful. Don't try to scam people. Don't 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 overinflate what you're going to do for them. Don't pretend to be somebody that you're not. Make sure you're only emailing people you have their permission for. Don't scrape lists. Don't buy lists. If you do, you're just wasting your time and money anyways because it doesn't work. You need to get people to opt in. You know, you need you need to build a relationship with these people. Um, and look, we make it sound easy, like you push a button and, and send and you're going to sell something. And guess what? That's the way it works. But what you do need to do is you need to have a relationship with those people. You, it, they can't just be, hey, I got a bunch of email addresses. They got to be, hey, I like Mike Martin. Hey, I like Steve Rosenbaum. And they like yeah. you. Okay, and that's those are the people that are going to read your emails, and those are the people that are going to act. You do have to build a relationship with them, but we can do that. Guess how we do that? By sending them emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's. Um, I've got a book right here, um, which I've read about a hundred times. Oh, Russell's book. Um, and yes, that's his first one. Dot com secrets. He's his books. Are, he's one of the few people whose books I read. Not not traffic secrets so much. In fact, check this. This is my desk. Right, I've got three books on my desk right now. I've got dot-com secrets, I've got expert secrets, and I've got my favorite, um, One to Many by Jason Fladlian. 
Um, and that, as you can see, has, look, look at all the. Oh yeah, that one really I don't, I don't has even been. Have that one. Oh, it's the best book. It is the best. He is. He's, he's amazing. He's, he's a genius. He's, yes, he's. It's ridiculous how how much knowledge. If you actually spend the time in looking at what he does and study what he does, whenever I get spare minute, me, I'll pick up one of these three books. I mean, I've got a rack full of books there, and I, and I learn all the time. But these three books are never far from my hands. Um, oh, and, and and then this one. <laughs> Even though I've just had to move across the room to get it. Oh, you! I bet you're about to show the back end blueprint. Oh no! Nope. <laughs> In a well full of sheep, fuck you! I'm an entrepreneur. By Mike Martin. Shameless pitch. So, if you, if, if as as a final bit of advice, if you was telling anybody right who's 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 starting out in business right now, or who's got a business that's saying doing 50, 60, 70, 80 grand a year, and they're just getting kicking off and they're starting to get a bit of flow, one thing you'd recommend they implement into their businesses, what would what would it be? What do you think I'm going to say, Mike? What have we been talking about the past hour? Start following up with the people you've already done business with. Ask them to come back and buy from you again. I did, I did that. I went to a gym owner the other day. I didn't go to him. He came to me. Okay. He said, Steve, can you help me bring people back to my gym? You know, you know, it's, uh, it's already, you, you know, as you and I are recording, this is February. So people are probably already given up on their new year's resolutions. Right. So, uh, he's like, can you, can you help me? Yeah. Bring? So guess what he had, we found in his system, we found about 600 people in his system that he was doing no marketing to. He didn't even realize he had that contact info. The first thing I do is I go with a client. I say, let's look here. Let's look here. Let's look here. Let's get all your contact info together. Businesses always have information they don't even know. And then we sent out a text message. Guess how long it took us to get our first yes. We said, hey, we'd like to invite you back for a free week at the gym because we miss you and we'd like to have you come back. You want to get back in shape? Would you like to come back and have a free week? We sent out a text message. When do you think we got our first yes? A minute? Two minutes? Ten minutes? 42 seconds. 42 seconds. <laughs> and, and it doesn't surprise me. Um, people are always trying to give... You watch a video. I've got it on video. Unedited. 42 seconds. The, the gym owner, it's, it's... He, he, the gym owner, we're on video just like you and me. And I said, okay, Alex, I'm pushing send right now. And I start talking. I start talking. He says, holy shit, I just got my first response. 42 <laughs> seconds. Seven seconds later, there's my second response. We got 12 responses in less than three minutes. Now, what that else doesn't do surprise me. Like that? So the first thing you do, the first thing you do is go back to the people that already know, like, and trust you. Why are you trying to find people that don't even know who you are and convince them to come see you? When there's already a whole bunch of people that already know, like, and trust you, they just forgot about you. That's what happens in life. Do you use many recommendations? Do you, do you teach that more? I, I'm not going to ask you anymore. Guys, Steve is he's a legend when it comes to back end of businesses. He's, 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 I was going to say he's the back... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was going to say he's the backdoor specialist then, and, and, and <laughs> I meant the back end specialist. Right, he really knows how to 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 revamp your business, how to get it going. Um, anybody who knows what I'm pushing, um, what my my, my uh, what I've been trying to get people to do since the start of this year is is I'm really trying to push people in the in the direction of, of email and follow up and things like that. And if you don't know anything about it, it can be super confusing. Um, I was using an autoresponder. I didn't know it was an autoresponder back in the day. Um, but I make more money per pound in spend 
from my autoresponders than anything else I do. And they're super complicated. They're difficult to use. And if you don't know how to use them, you're going to spend months trying. Good luck if you want to try that. Or you can contact Steve, Flawless follow-up, and he will help you um, fix your back end. <laughs> yes, we will. I was going to say plug your back door, but I thought that's going too far. <laughs> so, so many ways to put it. How about this? We'll help you follow up flawlessly. That's why we That's why we call ourselves Flawless Follow-up today. We don't get into trouble that way. Yeah, I love the, I'd prefer the other, but that's just me. <laughs> Any opportunity to get in trouble and I'm there. Right, Steve, I really appreciate you coming on, buddy. I'm just going to say thank you very, very much. And I will speak to you again soon, mate. Thank you very course, much, my friend. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Yes. I've really enjoyed this. Mike, you're the best. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.